Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show Phobia. This is a very special episode. Not only is it the first, but we have a very special guest, which I will explain in a little bit. But first, I'm going to explain what the show is and what to expect in each episode. In Phobia, we explain different fears and phobias that we all have heard of, but also the fears that no one has ever heard of and so unusual it seems like it's fake. But that's why we're here to tell you that they are true and even give examples of people who actually have them. Each of our episodes can be broken down into five segments. The first is what the fear actually is and a breakdown of its meaning. The next, how the fear develops in the mind. The third being the symptoms of the phobia itself. The fourth being how you can actually cure it. And fifth, being celebrities who have actually had the fear if you can find some. Along the way in some episodes, we have guests that actually have or had the fear so that we have at least two people in the podcast at all times. And in those episodes where we have those strange and crazy phobias where we can't find anyone, we would bring out our co-host Aiden so we'd have two people on the show and be able to have full-on conversations about the craziest fears that exist in the human mind. As I said before, we are actually having a very special guest today, but we are also having Aiden to co-host this episode as well. So without further ado, please welcome me talking about agrosophobia, the fear of wild animals. Okay, guys, welcome back to Phobia, and we are here with our co-host, Aiden. Hello! Now, Aiden, you have always had this bit of a fascination with scary things, even like learning about the psychology of the human mind. How did you first get into that stuff? Okay, so let me begin by grabbing Yoshi Okamoto. Who? Uh, Yoshi Okamoto. She's like a, I don't know how to explain it, a traditional Japanese woman. Uh... <laughs> You know the samurai kind of looking yeah. woman? The uh, wives of the samurai? No. She kind of had... I got her from a thrift store. Uh, People might say it's creepy, or... Yeah. But I love it. Cool. And how does this relate to your fascination of the psychology of the mind? It really doesn't, but... Oh, uh, So you. to get to my point... So I started off by watching crime shows. Okay, yeah. Oh, just wait, I have to grab my severed hand. It's like under me. Your severed uh, hand? Yeah, from Halloween. Uh, so from Criminal Minds, Grey's Anatomy, which that's not a murder show, uh, How to Get With Murder, uh, yeah. and what was the other one? It was a really good one, and I can't believe I forgot it, but I love it. I zombie. <laughs> Oh, and I went to I also went to a camp for people uh, forensics uh-huh. and I fell in love with it they they literally made an entire crime scene it was the most amazing thing I've <laughs> ever done really cool. and I want to be a forensic detective when I grow that's awesome well um, came to the right place to run a podcast but do you know what fear we're talking about today in this episode Oh, I think I know it. Uh, Is it a grizophobia? Agrizophobia, and yes it is. But what do you think agrizophobia is? Well, you told me you have it. It's the fear of raccoons. Not exactly. Try to break down the structure of the word into three parts. Let's see how you do it. Okay. 
Okay, so the origin of the word means agra, is Greek meaning field, zoo is Greek meaning animal, and phobia is Greek meaning fear. Yeah, exactly. So it's the fear of wild animals. What do you think that means? Wait, 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 wait one second. What? Aren't I the host for this episode? Just answer the question. In this episode, I think I should ask questions. <sighs> but I already know about Eggsburg. I'm the one who has it. True, fine. Uh, you're afraid of animals. Close. But whenever I see an animal, do I just run away no matter what it is? I guess not. Exactly. So, it is the fear of raccoons, not wild animals, because you're only afraid of raccoons. I see your point of mind, but it really depends on how you get it and how it develops. Uh, Are you transitioning to the next segment? Because if you are, that's a great transition. Yeah, I know. Don't ruin this. Wait! I'm the host of this episode. So let's see how grizzophobia is caused and develops in the mind. Whatever. Yeah. Okay, guys. Welcome back to Phobia, where your I worst you. fears is Stop. everything. Stop. And we are back with our guest, Nico, as he talked to us about how he got a grizzophobia. Agrisophobia and what do you mean? Well, agrisophobia <sighs> is a fear that is usually caused by a traumatic experience. Now... Nico has told me his part of the story, but honestly, it's probably the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> so why don't you explain on how you got a grizzophobia? You're making me not want to say, but here you go. So there's this ice cream place a few blocks away from my house, where, and I used to go there all the time. Well, what, what, what did you get? Well, it really depended on what they had that day like, on the menu, like their like signature things, if you know what that means. Um, and... It, I, day, I really don't care. Just <laughs> get to what happened. Okay. Well, that day was engraved in mind, and I remember exactly what I got. Okay. Which was? <laughs> in a lime slushie. At an ice cream place. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm going to get back to my story. Anyways, there I was. Back, at, back home is normal. And I just left the ice cream shop um, when the bushes next to me started shaking. And then I immediately jumped back and it caught me so off guard. <laughs> it's not funny. And when I, <laughs> when, I, when I did, a raccoon walked out of the bushes and it started walking towards me. And I guess it wanted my slushie, but I did not want that thing getting closer to me. So I simply threw it at the raccoon. You, let me get this straight. Uh-huh. So, you threw your slushie at a raccoon. How? How? How do you not expect it? 
<laughs> I wasn't thinking straight. I just wanted the raccoon away. There was this raccoon in front of me, and I the only thing I had in my hand was a slushie, and I just threw it like a fight or flight. Mine was fight, and I just threw it at it. And <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> so it also had a fight. Yeah, and then it immediately running towards me, and it chased me all the way back to my house. And ever since then, I am terrified of raccoons. Okay, so and that brings us to our point on how a grizzophobia, agrizophobia. I want to keep doing that because you're going to keep saying a grizzophobia <laughs> develops in the mind. It is usually caused by a traumatic experience, like being chased by a raccoon. Yes. Actually, there is one more reason that it can be caused by. And what is it? I found this kind of cool. Uh-huh. It was by hereditary or genetics. Oh. I have no idea how. Yeah. So, <laughs> does that mean my kids are going to be afraid of raccoons? Probably. Uh, it's Shoot. usually a traumatic experience like being chased by a raccoon yeah, or a yeah. squirrel that might cause the same amount of terror to someone who has a grizzophobia, specifically the squirrel, as someone who is afraid of lions. Okay, wait. So, someone who's afraid of squirrels can have the same amount of fear as someone who is afraid of lions? Yes. Whoa. It's um... not a... <laughs> It's not a rational fear, it's an irrational. Yeah, well, that's basically what phobia is. A bunch of irrational fears. <laughs> no, but okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, so... But, yeah, but whenever I see a, a raccoon, I am legit terrified. I guess it makes sense that you have it too. It was mainly your fault that the raccoon attacked you in the first place. Yeah, I have it. It's I was chased by a raccoon. That's pretty traumatizing. Traumatizing. It's like agrophobia. It's like animal PTSD. Kind of. Oh. But why don't you tell us exactly what happens when you see a raccoon? Ooh, I like that transition right there. Yeah, because I'm the host now. <laughs> Okay, Nico, why don't you tell us some of the symptoms that you have when you see a raccoon? Gladly. Okay. So, agrophobia differs from person to person as we established in what the fear actually is. So, the symptoms differ too. As I will discuss the symptoms when it comes to raccoons, because that's what I have and that's what I know. You ready, Aiden? Yeah. I asked you to say the symptoms. Okay, that was a rhetorical, like, cool podcast line but whatever okay so when i see a raccoon i start breathing really fast and my heart beats way faster than it normally does and you might think nico raccoons aren't that common and they're scared of you well actually just the sight of one even a picture is enough to set that off and i got a little experiment to prove this i'm excited what is it right here i have a heart rate monitor in my phone okay my heart rate is currently uh mm, 97. And I'm going to look at different That's photos. High. I know, I don't have a And so I'm going to look at different photos of raccoons while you explain what's going on. Then we will have my heart rate after, okay? So let's begin. Aiden, take it away. Okay, so what I found out, a uh, 
actually doesn't take place when you're face-to-face with an animal. But it can be just the sight of an animal that triggers the whole, you know, shebang. Which, as Nico explained above, it makes them have shortness of breath. Well, now, as we know, shortness of breath increases heart rate, which Nico is currently tracking. So, what you at, Nico? 115. Jesus. <laughs> so, let's, you were, like, terrified when you saw those pictures of the raccoons. No, I was, like, uncomfortable, but I wouldn't say I was terrified. Like, not as close to what I was when I was face-to-face with the raccoon when I threw the slushy at 115. I know, I have heart, high heart rate. Like, my resting heart rate is, like, around 80. Yeah, 30 difference, but okay. So, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Because you know it won't be able to hurt you. Exactly. But when I face a face with a raccoon, that is legit true fear. Because I think it's going to jump out at me and, like, kill me. Okay. Then that is a good thing to tell you. <laughs> that you're not hopeless. Because... It can be cured. Yay! Okay, enter transition music. Aiden, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? What, are you, what is in your mouth currently? It better not be that. What? What the? What? The one that you bought at the thrift store, you know. Why did I put is... something from the thrift store in my mouth? It's something I'm you would do. Pizza. It's. Why are you eating pizza? We're. Okay, I'm get, hungry. get back to the podcast. Okay. You good? <laughs> you good? Can I start? Yeah. Okay. Why don't you tell me how I can fix this as you promised before? Oh, <laughs> fine. Okay. There are four different ways to fix this. Okay. Two of them already you should know. All right. And the other two sound very smart. Too smart, smart for me. Okay. okay. What are they? So, personally, I want to start with my first favor, exposure therapy. Mm-mm, no, I know what that is. We're, no, I don't. <laughs> I'm not going to be put in a room full of raccoons. That will kill me. That, <laughs> that's not exactly what it is, but okay. Fine, I'll move on. Okay, so the second, hypnotherapy. That sounds creepy. No, it doesn't. It kind of does. It's like handing away your free will. Uh, not exactly, but... Okay, don't... No, we're moving on. Next one. Okay. So, for the third one, this one's one of the smart ones. Oh, okay. Okay. The first one is called Neurolinguistics. The what? (laughs) Okay. Neurolinguistics, or NLP, is where a therapist who specializes in NLP 
has you describe your experiences with the fear and watch your facial expressions and basically tell you that you're wrong. <laughs> tell me I'm wrong. What? Okay. So, sorry. That Let me restate it. Yeah, let me make it sound simplified for you. Okay. Uh, basically, they will restate what you said with new words and have you repeat it to yourself so many times that your brain will believe it. So basically, it's changing your point of view on the topic. That doesn't sound like it would work on me. How can? Well, the incident happened a long time ago. And I've been telling the story so many times that it's basically made my view on that permanent. And I don't think people can change it. Like, they would have to go through years of having NLP. And Believe it or not, it actually works on a lot of people. Even ones with, those, with deep trauma. Oh, okay. That's What's... happened for a long time. Okay, well, what's the next one? Are you sure you want to hear, hear about the next one? I am positive. Okay, so this one's the fourth. Final uh, one? Okay. Fourth and final one. It's a smart one. Smart and one, yes. It's one of my least favorites. Okay, how come? What is it? Well, what is it? Okay, so how about energy psychology? What Which the is heck? Are they going to, like, shock me? <laughs> what is that? No, but I would like to shock you. Uh, Don't. But... Okay. So, which, basically, it's like yoga or acupuncture to help you relax. Oh, my gosh. I always want to do acupuncture. Okay. So, for those of you who don't know what that is, it's basically, there are these points on your body that are linked to other parts. And it's basically a massage. But instead, they Nerd. put needles into those points and apparently don't feel them because those point those spots are connected to something um instead of pain it makes you relax well you should look into that then yeah i should okay we're almost done <laughs> this episode okay so now for our last segment we have found fun celebrity it's agoraphobia but before i uh transition to it uh i just wanted to say the acupuncture scene reminds me of Final Destination 5. I'm not going to go into any more detail, but I'm <laughs> saying that. Okay, let's go right into the <laughs> section. Okay, I'm kind of... I don't know what that last line was, but let's go. Okay. Back to our show. Finally. Okay. Ready for the Finally? celebrity of the day? Yeah, sure. Okay, ready? It's... Katie Holmes! Yay! Who? Katie Holmes. Oh, is that... The girl from Batman Begins? It is. And guess what? She has agoraphobia. So you can't call me weird anymore. Other people have it. And it's not just that. Weirdo. <laughs> no, it's not just that. She's specifically <laughs> afraid of raccoons. That's why we picked her for today's celebrity is because not only does she have agoraphobia, she has agoraphobia with raccoons. Just like you. Yes. So you can't call me weird anymore or 
scaredy cat of raccoons because other people have it, like Katie Holmes from Batman Begins. Just remember that cardboard cutout you threw a vase at? Yeah. What? I'm going to remember that. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're glitching out so much. But that's cool. Anyways, <laughs> this is the end of the episode. So to all you listeners, we say thank you. Yeah, we had lots of fun learning about my fear and that it's not hopeless for me. Anyways, we will see you next time when we will be talking about the most common fear, the fear of spiders. I love spiders. I'm afraid of them, but I would definitely let one crawl on me, just like a rat. Yeah, I, they're I, not that I scary. I had a rat crawl on me. You had they're a not scary, but like I'm physically scared of like the bugs crawling on me, but I love it. <laughs> what? You're, I'm physically <laughs> scared of bugs crawling on me. But I love it. Okay. So. Okay. See you guys. Bye. See you guys next time. Bye.